The following KQED production was produced in high definition. Calories, calories, calories. Wow, uh, it rocked my world. It just kind of reminded me of like a boot camp. I don't know what you have, but this is great. <laughs> it almost felt like sort of country club food to me. Don't touch it, it's hot. I gotta tell you, people are getting me excited with all these dishes, this is crazy. Check Please Bay Area is brought to you by Locally owned and operated for 23 years, Amici's East Coast Pizzeria's 12 Bay Area restaurants offer authentic New York-style pizzas cooked in traditional open-flame ovens. Along with pizzas, Amici's freshly made pastas and salads are also available for delivery to home or business one order at a time. With many vegetarian, vegan, and gluten-free options, Amici's menu has something everyone can enjoy. Menu and online ordering feature can be found at amici's.com. Amici's East Coast Pizzeria, proud to support KQED. From sommelier city walks and chef-led journeys to discovering nature on the Great Barrier Reef, Tourism Australia means adventure. More at australia.com slash now. And by Charitable Auto Resources, urging you to donate your car to KQED's vehicle donation program to help raise funds for quality public broadcasting. And the Campaign for the Future Program Venture Fund and the members of KQED. Hi, I'm Leslie Sabraco. Welcome to Check Please Bay Area, the show where regular Bay Area residents review and talk about their favorite restaurants. Now we have three guests and each one recommends one of their favorite spots and the other two go check them out to see what they think. This week, Quartz Policy Analyst John Larson dines at a variety of eateries. He identifies the pros and cons of a place instantly, recalibrates his expectations and makes the appropriate judgment. Maroon Antoine Alsaya is a concierge to royalty around the world. He appreciates the best of everything. So when it comes to choosing dinner for himself, he crowns a little romantic neighborhood spot. But first, retired cooking teacher Rhoda Yee cherishes authenticity. And at her restaurant, perfect execution of traditional Chinese dishes makes the place shine. It's in Pleasant Hill on Woodsworth Lane, and it's called Sichuan Fortune House. My name is Alan Shi. I'm the manager and co-owner of Sichuan Fortune House. My partner is Sao Bin Zhang, executive chef of Sichuan Fortune House. Sao Bin started his uh, training in a famous uh, Sichuan restaurant in China when he was only 16, and all the way to uh, executive chef. Has taken him almost 20 years. Sichuan is in the Sichuan Basin. It's close to Tibet and surrounded by all the high mountains. And people have to eat spicy to keep the body warm in the wintertime. In the summertime, spicy food can give you a good appetite. There's a famous saying in Chinese talking about Sichuan food that says spicy, hot, fresh, variety, and fragrant. If you come to our restaurant, you will find out that there's no salt and pepper or soy sauce served on the table because we truly believe our food is perfectly cooked and perfectly balanced. We serve with our heart here, so we really care about the customer. I really, truly, sincerely hope they can enjoy every dish they like. And uh, their satisfaction, I think, is the best reward for me. 
All right, Rhoda, tell us a little bit about Sichuan cuisine. Am I pronouncing that correctly? You Sichuan. sure did. You know, most people think of Sichuan cuisine hot. Right. You know, just spicy hot. But there's more to it than that. There's a lot of nuance in it because it's one of the spices that they use called Sichuan peppercorn. Right. And it's got that numbing effect, you know. One time I was in Sichuan and the chef got so liberal with it. I was like drooling, you know, it was, it just numbs your tongue. Wine kind of does the same thing to yeah. me, to be honest with you. <laughs> but anyway, this restaurant, when I first walked in, the, my first meal, I said, wow, this is really authentic. Right. And I kept going back, going back, and I kept trying new different dishes, you know, and it's got better and better and better. And the items they have, you don't find it in too many other mm -hmm. restaurants as well. You know, when we drove up, I was a little dubious because I saw that it was next to the cigarettes Cigarette exclamation point outlet. Oh, so yeah. I was a, a oh, little yeah. a little concerned. But once we got inside, it was really very pleasant. And I think mm -hmm. the, the mark of the restaurant is really the warmth of the welcome. Um, yeah. He's very committed, I, I'll say that. Alan, I think is his yeah. name. I've and been he, there long enough to know. He was great. He helped us um, navigate the menu. Um, when we sat down, there was a a pot of hot tea and there was this really nice condiment or sort of appetizer mm -hmm, um, of, mm -hmm. of, it was like kimchi-ish mm -hmm. vegetables and these peanuts. sweet, sweet peanuts. Mm -hmm, and yeah. I, that was actually really delicious and really set the tone. And um, I don't know though if it was, that was sort of a gauge or a litmus test for our spice tolerance because when he came over to the table, he said, um, uh, you know, oh, you haven't eaten very much of that, so you must not like spicy food. And we were like, no, no, we haven't had a chance to really enjoy it. So we kind of had this back and forth about... Sort of looked at you and thought, hmm. Yeah, but I think he was trying to maybe suss out our spice fear, and we were trying to figure out how hot it was. And I, yeah. I'll say my expectation was that Sichuan cooking is supposed to be hot. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I enjoy spicy Thai and Vietnamese do you, food. Do you so. feel the same way, Maroon? When you think of Sichuan, you think, okay, this is gonna be, you know, fiery hot to eat. I guess we were really hungry because we ate, you ate the whole the thing. Whole thing. <laughs> and uh, then the fire started burning <laughs> and then they came over and they're like, oh, would you like some tea? And we're like, yes, please, water. <laughs> so water. water and tea. <laughs> I and think so, I just ate the sun. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but uh, the, the rest of the food, and, and we'll talk about this, but yeah. uh, it wasn't too bad. It wasn't mm. spicy. Mm -mm. Yeah. So we ordered about, seven or eight different kinds oh, and right. we shared right yeah um, always we had two kinds of soup i think the hot and sour mm -hmm. was one and then there was another beef soup um yeah. that was really great uh that we both love we all loved right. um the crispy beef Mm. Yes, that was, was good. so good. Yeah, there was yeah. a chicken salad. I mean, I'm telling you, we ordered everything, everything. from that menu. And yeah. what did you have when you went? John? We had the black pepper beef, which right. is is you know it doesn't sound like much, but that was our favorite dish. It was just black humble black pepper, and it was made really well with the tender beef strips. And then we ordered two things that we thought were really different. We had the 20 spice pork shoulder, mm -hmm. and oh, then the seafood yeah. clay pot, which. Um, you know, those are very dissimilar sounding dishes, but mm -hmm. when they came, they sort of ended up sort of tasting weirdly similar because uh, okay. I think it was maybe the background seasoning or something, yeah. but they were looked completely different, but they kind of tasted the same. And I, I will say that I would have liked more spice in the food, and maybe that was just yeah, a miscommunication. So what do you, what do you think? Now, for somebody who maybe doesn't want spice, Rhoda, let's mm -hmm. walk us mm -hmm. through what should we be looking for? This is your Well, area. the dry-cooked green beans would be one. Mm -hmm. that is not too spicy. Right. Actually, all of the veg vegetable dishes are not too spicy, except 
the Mapo Tofu, which is, I find it so authentic, mm -hmm. it's wonderful. And it's got that Sichuan peppercorn. Mm -hmm. And then next time, order cumin beef. Ah. It's not that spicy, but you know, cumin and Chinese food, right? You know, but it came over. Did in you like it? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I come from the Middle East, and cumin oh. is all over the place. Cumin lamb so, is really exactly. fantastic. Exactly. So we looked at it. I looked at the menu. Yeah. Like, cumin beef. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah in yeah. China. <laughs> yeah. The soup. You gotta order, order this uh, fish soup. Right. And it comes out cover with chilies. chilies. Mm. And then you look at it, so I'm gonna eat this. <laughs> and what happens is that they scoop away the chili and the soup is clear. Oh, and, and it's, it's spicy, got so next time. Wonderful yes. fish yeah. filet, just melts in your mouth. Right. Mm -hmm. And then it's got the noodles. Oh, so good. Delicious. Did you feel that you got a good value for your for your money? Oh my God, absolutely. Yeah. I thought the prices were amazing. Yeah. Right. Um, five of us, mm -hmm. we paid just a little over $100 with beer. Right. I'd say and we ordered the whole menu. All right, this is your restaurant, Rhoda, so please wrap it up for us. Why should people make the trip to Pleasant Hill? If you want really authentic Sichuan food without having to go to China, <laughs> this is it. And John? Um, the welcome is great. It's warm, and the extensive menu is really intriguing. I'd say go explore it, but just make sure that they know you're comfortable with spice so they don't hold back. Great. And Maroon? I, I have to agree, and I think that what I'm taking away from this is that I'm going to have to try more Sichuan specialized yes. dishes from the menu, mm -hmm. something with peppercorn perhaps. Yeah. But the yeah. service was phenomenal. We thought we were at a five-star restaurant. If you would like to try Sichuan Fortune House, it's on Woodsworth Lane at Contra Costa Boulevard in Pleasant Hill. The telephone number is 925-686-9828. It's open for lunch and dinner every day, reservations are accepted, and the average dinner tab per person without drinks is around $20. John's Pick is a humble spot. It's almost caught in a time capsule and proud to call itself a diner. Not self-consciously retro or hip, it retains homey comfort, a traditional menu, and pink uniform staff. It's on West Portal Avenue in San Francisco and it's called the Manor Coffee Shop. My name is Raymond John. I've been here at the Manor Coffee Shop since I was 12 years old. Uh, my dad put me peeling potatoes, washing dishes, uh, you name it, I've done it. <laughs> this is the original Manor Coffee Shop at West Portal. And my father and my mom was the one that started it up again in 1967. And I took it over maybe 27 years ago. What I look for, I look for quality. Uh, we grind our own meats for the hamburgers. We uh, cut up our own chucks for the roast beef, for the French dip. We peel our own potatoes. We cut up our own uh, French fries. At the Mary Coffee Shop, we've been having customers that's been coming here for the past 25, 30 years. Sometimes they come here five times a week. And when they don't show up, I get kind of worried. And sometimes I have to give them a call and see if they're okay. The fountain here, that's the original fountain and also the counters and some of the stools. If you look on the back of the stool, there's a clip, and that was when men used to wear the hats, and that's where they used to clip them. Today I make chocolate dipped strawberries for my customers, 
just to show my appreciation for them coming to the Man Coffee Shop. Okay, John, I love it when we do diners because, you know, it's a great place to take kids. How long have you been going to this diner? Um, uh, about as long as I've lived in San Francisco, right. about, uh, I'd say, 10 years or so. Right. Um, mm -hmm. It's been a, a staple of the neighborhood for longer than that. I mean, it is an authentic, I mean, a lot of people say it's an authentic neighborhood place, but this place really is pretty authentic. The red vinyl booths and the counter stools haven't changed in probably, 50 odd years. <laughs> right, it's a very, um, yes. you know, retro but, 50. But, you know, what I like about it is it's, it is that, and it still serves the neighborhood. I'm really, I like the fact that a lot of seniors go there, It's mm -hmm. but it's not stodgy or dusty or nursing home-like, but it's, it's just, you can get a classic array of breakfast foods, you can get the French dip, which is something I love, mm -hmm. and a great hangover meal, which is the <laughs> steak and eggs, mm -hmm. which I, you know, I told myself, if I ever wanted to get a steak, I'd go to a steak place, but you know what, I finally tried the steak and eggs, right. and it's really good. Oh, I, I mean, that next time. It, yeah. it is, you know, a dine, it's a coffee shop steak, so it's done on the griddle, but right. it's really done to order, it's juicy, and Nancy, my waitress, said that the reason for that is they cut each steak, each ribeye, it's a right. ribeye, off the ribeye roast, before, oh, right before they cook it, and it's just that, it's wholesome food, it's classics, and it's an, an array that you can have all day long. All day long. <laughs> you know, they have really good juice. Yeah. The juice. fresh green orange yeah. juice. Yes. It was right. just fantastic. Right. We had that. I had a regular breakfast. Did you breakfast. go for breakfast? I went for breakfast, but my friend whom I went with, he decided he was going to have that crunchy munchy chicken. Oh, oh yeah. Which is the chicken Fun. wings, deep fry. He tasted it. You know what? It tastes like just like the way my dad used to make it. Oh, wow. You know, and it's regular. And we had the spud stick. Right. Oh, you've tried that. I tried okay. yeah. I have not even tried that oh, yet. Oh, so. it's, it's, it's pretty new. It's only been there for three or four months. Yes. Right. And uh, it's deep fry, and it's skewer on a stick and right. set it on a kind of like a little you know pedestal mm -hmm. and you have two kind of dusting on it oh. did you go for breakfast or we did we uh, uh -huh. my partner I went for brunch and I think we were pretty much in hangover mode because <laughs> 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 Great. from what we ordered uh, he had the Benedict and uh, I had uh, what they call the race special right. um, I guess it's an omelet with uh, beef mixed into it and yeah. spinach on oh, the side I heard that's good um, it was it was okay yeah. um, um, but then again, you know, my taste buds could have been dead from the hangover again. But <laughs> <laughs> it was, it was, it was greasy, right. which is what you know I wanted for the hangover. But it was, it was just okay. I would have ordered something else. The Benedict was great. It was just right. Mm. And we got the silly spuds. That's what oh, they called them. The silly, silly spuds. I mean, how could you go wrong with I a name know. like yeah, that? And then right. we looked at it, and they had like a display of it on the bar, and we were yeah. like, oh, we gotta have we that. Gotta have one of those. That's what <laughs> I see. Said. They're always yeah. innovating at the Manor Coffee Shop. You see, that's one of their newest offerings, I think. But right. one of the things that I really like is I see the state fair ribbons. And, you know, yes. I grew up in oh, Iowa. Is that what it was. Yes. yes. And so oh. I'm really susceptible to state fair ribbons. And it was for the dessert. So the pies are actually, you know, their homemade pies. Pies, and they make one that is a custard pie, but it's the firm custard. Right. It's really old-fashioned. My grandmother actually used it. Literally, is like what grandma used to make. And I, I got really Rita like over it. here, opening her mouth and no. going. Oh, I got horrified. the wrong pie, okay? Oh. Because I decided, okay, we could try everything. Let's try a pie. We ordered the peach pie. Oh. It was the worst pie in the oh. world that oh. I ever had. It was horrible. It was few pieces of peaches, mm. and then it's got this sticky, uh, what is it, cornstarchy type of thing with real bright, 
yellow food coloring and right. it didn't taste anything like the peach. We didn't order a pie because yeah. we were too full from yeah. the food that we had but we we saw a customer come in and she's like do you have such and such pie and she's like no we're out and she was gonna start crying. She's <laughs> like, what do you mean you're out? And then oh. uh, she redirected her to another similar kind of pie and she took that and she was smiling again. But oh, yeah. people come in for the pie, I guess. And, yeah. the, and the burgers. And, and the, the burgers. I mean, I, the and thing I would say about the burger is I just think it's a really perfect an example of what they do. It's right. the right size. It's probably the portion sizes from the 50s, which are all better for us. I mean, they don't kind of go in for that gargantuan yeah. pile mm, right. that mm -hmm. people mistake for value, and which right. I like. Yeah. And remember, though, that this is cash only. Right. So you got to. Yeah. Oh, that, and the cash you register. All? You know why it's cash oh, only? Yeah. You just think up. You yeah. know, that's it's, it's still the electric stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That it's thing. crazy. Yeah. It's, it's a charming, place. though. It's really yeah. nice. I yeah. like it. Nostalgia. Just don't order the peach pie, right? Yeah. <laughs> Just don't order the peach pie, yes. All right, John, this is your restaurant, so wrap up. Um, I would say the Manor Coffee House is a bit of Americana in San Francisco, and it's a great place you can go get wholesome classics at a great price in a friendly, unpretentious setting. Okay, and Rhoda? Um, I love the, the, the wait all the waitresses over there. They're so friendly, and I feel like home. All right, and Maroon? Would I run back anytime soon? Probably not, but I can see why this place has regulars and uh, people and charm. It's very mm -hmm. charming. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. If you would like to try Manor Coffee Shop, it's on West Portal Avenue at 14th in San Francisco. The telephone number is 415-661-2468. It's open for breakfast, lunch, and dinner Monday through Saturday. Reservations are accepted, and the average tab per person without drinks is around $12. Remember, it's cash only. Check Please Bay Area is brought to you by the members of KQED and by Tourism Australia offers customizable food, wine, and nature adventures to Melbourne. Maroon's Dining Bliss began when this place opened, an old-school neighborhood French bistro, perfect for a dreamy, heartwarming meal. It's on Noe Street in San Francisco, and it's called La Droise Bistro. So my name is Thierry Clément. I'm the chef and the owner of La Droise Bistro. I was born and raised in France. My parents um, have a butcher shop, and that's where I start to, to learn to, to love food, uh, where I start cooking when I was 15. L'ardoise means uh, the blackboard, the chalkboard, where uh, traditionally in France and in Europe, you know, people write the special of the day. We try to bring uh, to the table uh, what everybody would expect out of a French bistro, like the, the coq au vin, where well, the sauce cooks for hours before being uh, perfect. But also we work a lot with a beautiful uh, Californian uh, seasonal product. So I was very lucky to find this uh, very uh, old uh, place, dusty and rustic, but I was happy because I, I was able to do all the painting, varnishing of the wood, and it's, uh, it's beautiful to be here today and then to, to realize what I, I bring together. The very rewarding thing is like when people are leaving with a big smile on their face and they, they wave at me and say thank you and this, this is what we work hard for.
All right, Maroon, now you, you I mean, I, first off, I have to say that I think I have a cool job. I get to eat, drink, and travel for a living. You are a concierge to royalty. Yes. I mean, that is cool. It is cool. Yeah. It is cool. Uh, not a day is the same. Yeah. Um, some requests that come in are pretty much insane, but... Uh, <laughs> Your job is to say yes. It's a very colorful job, yes, absolutely. <laughs> I enjoy it very much. You win the job contest at the table. Yeah. <laughs> you win the job contest, that's right. Now, how did you stumble upon L'Ardoise? Uh, literally uh, by walking right across the street and looking at that cute little space um, before it even opened and just wondered, you know, that would be a perfect space for a cozy restaurant, whatever the kind is. And then, sure enough, a couple months later, L'Ardoise opened up, that space had a lot of failures before, so a couple of Mexican restaurants tried and didn't really succeed until they came in. So, oh my God. We sit down for our first meal. I, I will never forget this. And it was a group of about four people uh, at our table. And the restaurant was busy. It was a busy night. And everybody was just so jovial and happy from the staff to the diners to the chefs. Just like everybody was having so much fun. So much so that we uh, ended up meeting the, the people at the table next to us. And we and were very close. That's we were very close. It's not hard close. to do. It's not hard, <laughs> it's not hard to do. But we took it one step further and we started exchanging plates with complete <laughs> that's strangers. That's a little too modern for me. It, you know what? I know. And then, you know, we were having wine. So, you know, everybody was happy. And He's we were all. a food swinger. Yeah. Just, you know. uh, we were all best friends, These you know, all of a today. sudden. <laughs> but it tells you also about the kind of restaurant it is and the atmosphere that's there. You just feel at ease and you just mm -hmm. want everybody to be happy and you just love everyone all of a sudden it's well, like you know going and what you say about the space it was such a great use of the space it's warm it's red it's got the chalkboard right. so which it definitely has that ambiance and that atmosphere totally. but and the they, chef came over from Fringal mm -hmm. um, Thierry Clément so well, I mean what what's the food like to you um, I don't know what the word for seesaw is in French right. but it was sort of like some was great and there were some things in the details that didn't quite work um, I however we had we had a group of six, which is a big, big, group, big group, and they did a good job of accommodating us in that space. And um, I would say uh, on our table, I did the best because I had the um, tiger prawn ravioli. Mm. And so it good. was That's really good. Yeah. It was yeah. dill, and it was so fresh. I would go back like, next time and order a double order for mm -hmm. my dinner. Right, you enjoyed that so much. I was oh, yeah. spring on a so plate, good. right? And I had the halibut after that, and that was made too. with. Oh, hello. Hello, we <laughs> have the same. So you wouldn't even have to switch plates. No, we that's wouldn't. right. Two of you. And, I got the halibut. And what did you think? I thought it could have. It had lobster sauce, and it was on pureed yeah. potatoes. I think. I thought it could have been really rich, but I thought it was I light. objected to this pea sprout that they had. Really? Mm. Because you know why? The pea sprout is coarse, and then it's mm. also too chewy because the halibut and everything else is very soft mm. and delicate but the halibut was cooked perfectly mm -hmm. right it was and what really about good. things like the coca van and they they have you know quite traditional um, dishes as well. Absolutely, and the duckleg confit and, and the yeah. foie gras, and I mean, yeah. I the the soul mm -hmm. is mm -hmm. to die for. The foie gras, I have oh. to say, it, it I didn't have it; somebody else did, and I was a little jealous. But um, it had it came with toasted brioche, mm -hmm. and you know, there's brioche and mm. there's brioche. This was it was almost like pound cake consistency, Ooh. the brioche, oh. and it was grilled a little bit, Ooh. and it had sea salt and pine nuts and marmalade. I mean, it was. And the the foie gras. I'm sorry, San Francisco supervisors, but it was foie gras. Um, but Can we just talk about foie gras, yeah, exactly. Um, but it was 
unbelievable. Mm -hmm. That I would say overall the starters really fantastic. And, and you need a glass of Sauternes, of course. They have a, they have a nice, mm -hmm. well-chosen wine list. Really the French great wine list. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know not California wines? It's moderately priced, I think, uh, but so far, every time we've been there, every choice has been remarkable. Right. Wine wise. I would say though for the entrees, the one thing and it's a big it's it's again the details, but this is kind of a big deal, I think, is we someone ordered, you know, the classic bistro hanger steak and someone else ordered a ribeye and the hanger steak was supposed to be medium and the the ribeye was supposed to be medium rare and they switched the cooking temperatures. Oh, so did you send it back? No, because oh. you know in that type of right. a group if they you, we send them back they, they soldiered through right. and um, but if you send it back then you know everyone else is kind of like vamping on their and, cooking yeah. while everyone else right. is trying to catch and up. And what about service because again you know this is a small space. Oh the this service is, a, is mm -hmm. wonderful. Great. Yeah. Stellar. Yes. Absolutely professional and uh, warm right. and really, really good. And um, in terms of what you spent, did you feel like, because this is not an inexpensive place. It's not, no. it's not. With wine it gets high up there, but it's, to me, every bite is worth it because right. it's mm -hmm. just, it's, it's worth its weight in gold. All right, Maroon, this is your spot, so give us a quick summary. I think if uh, you're looking for an enchanted dinner with French Bistro Fair, then look no further than Lardoise. Fantastic, and John? Uh, I think it's a really warm and inviting space. Uh, I'm just not sure the food would invite me back. Okay, and Rhoda? I pretty much feel the same way, although I think it's very charming, and um, um, I might go back there because I love the tiger prawns. <laughs> All right, if you would like to try Lardoise Bistro, it's on Noe Street at Henry in San Francisco. The telephone number is 415-437-2600. It's open for dinner Tuesday through Saturday. Reservations are recommended, and the average tab per person without drinks is around $50. I want to thank my great guests on this week's show. Rhoda Yi told us about Sichuan Fortune House. John Larson with the Manor Coffee Shop, and Maroon Antoine Alsaya with Lardoise Bistro. Don't forget that you can tell us what you think about the restaurants if you visit our website at kqed.org slash check, please. You'll find more details on all the restaurants featured, and you can watch or download any of the shows and read about the wines we're drinking today. And don't forget to join us next time when three new guests will recommend their favorite spots right here on Check, Please! Bay Area. I'm Leslie Sabraco, and I hope to see you then. Cheers. Cheers. This show is available in high definition, Comcast On Demand, and via podcast. For additional information on the restaurants featured, to comment, or to apply to be on the show, go to our website at kqed.org slash checkplease. Check Please Bay Area is brought to you by Amici's East Coast Pizzeria serves up the aromas and tastes of the Northeast's distinctive Italian fare with freshly made pastas, homemade minestrone, and pizzas cooked in brick ovens at their 12 Bay Area locations. Wines from Italy and California served by a professional staff complement the smart, casual restaurants, which are open daily for a quick business lunch or an evening meal out with family and friends. Menu and location information can be found at amici's.com. Amici's East Coast Pizzeria, proud to support KQED Public Broadcasting. Tourism Australia's chef-led journeys and wildlife excursions to Kangaroo Island are for travelers with a passion for food, wine, and adventure. Information at australia.com slash now. And by Charitable Auto Resources, urging you to donate your car to KQED's vehicle donation program to help raise funds for quality public broadcasting. And the Campaign for the Future Program Venture Fund and the members of KQED. 
a KQED HD production.